What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the podcast. It's all about Dunwoody, Georgia. I'm your host, Matt Weber. I'm a real estate agent, and uh, I've just been podcasting with just cool people around town. And um, show's brought to you by Village Orthodontics. Um, I guess Village Orthodontics. Last time I was listening to one of our old interviews with you, Anwar, and at that point, Village Orthodontics was looking to buy bulletproof vests for the canine units, which I thought was cool. I, I kind of forgot about that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, here today with Anwar Silla, you are the, you're not the community outreach officer anymore. You're the a patrol sergeant and he's in charge of social media. He's like coordinator for social media. And I, I just enjoy talking to you. You're easy to talk to. And so that's why you're on the podcast today for a second time. So you can always go back and listen to the first one. It was entertaining. I, I just kind of listened to some of it just so that <laughs> I didn't repeat myself and we didn't have the same conversations, but um, yeah, right. I, I really respect don't we police department just because all of like the social media you guys do and like the outreach to the community, I, it makes the community feel like they know you, you know, just like social media does. And, you know, that's what I guess the goal of social media is, is yeah. to get your face in front of people. And I know the chief Grogan, I'll give you a chance to talk in just a second here, but uh, <laughs> you good, you good. Chief Grogan, um, I think it's really cool that chief Grogan pushes y'all to do that. Because he's had he's written two books about social media, and a lot of people don't know that. Um, but yeah, he kind of puts you guys in charge of doing your own thing, and I think it's re worked really well for you. Do you enjoy doing the social media stuff? Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, the I, I used to work for a, a police department before Dunwoody Police, you know, and back in 2014, when I was looking for an agency to go to, uh, I actually looked at Dunwoody Police Department's Facebook page at the time. And that's what attracted me to the department was their Facebook page and yeah. the way they were, you know, their their humor, you know, the way they were humanizing everything and, you know, just being so, you know, it just seemed so lively at the department. And that's what attracted me here. And so when I came here, that was one of my goals is to actually jump on board with the social media. And yeah. thankfully, you know, I was able to get on there and, you know, become the coordinator and, you know, take take the lead on that. So it's, yeah, you're right. Chief Grogan really, you know, set a really good uh, foundation on social media here. It can really get people or get departments into trouble, I think. But you guys handle it pretty well. I mean, I, I, I don't, I haven't seen any real issues with it. I, I think that you guys do a good job, you know, reporting the news, but kind of keeping it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, we, yeah. Our, our uh, we have too outlandish. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, um, contributors. We call them social media contributors. And um, and we all do you know, before anybody is able to become a contributor, they have to go through a pretty lengthy training where we talk about things you can post, you can't post things that you can do legally that you can't do legally because we are a government agency. Um, and, you know, myself and some other people on the social media team uh, go to you know frequent trainings just to make sure that we're staying on top. You know, social media is always changing. There's always right. new things coming on and all that stuff. So, yeah, we do a good job on trying to, you know, stay ahead of all that yeah well every once in a while one of y'all's posts just blows up and in the social media world you know that like is the bad news that normally sells pretty well but um i think it's i was thinking back on some of the ones that were were a big deal the armored truck remember that a few years back yeah. that was that was national oh, yeah. news that you guys were kind of oh, in yeah. the center of <laughs> you know it's funny you say that because every time i go to like an out-of-state training or somewhere out of the Atlanta area. And they always ask, where's Dunwoody, Georgia? And I'm like, do you remember that yeah. armored truck that 
exploded on 285 and there was money everywhere. They're like, yeah, I remember that. I said, that's done with it, George. Yeah. But yeah, right. it's definitely made a net and make national news and people remember it to this day. Yeah. What were some of the other ones? There's the officer daily when, when he got hit, he was, he was like pulling over a car, wasn't he? Right. Right. Yeah. He was, uh, yeah. That was back uh, a couple of years ago. He was, he stopped somebody for the hands-free violation. And, um, and while he was talking to the driver, you know, the driver took off and officer daily was, hanging on the side and then he and then he he was thrown off on the interstate uh and he was he was pretty bruised up and thankfully no nothing life-threatening as far as his injuries and um the suspect was apprehended and after that uh, officer daly posted a video at the hospital just thanking everybody for their support and everything and he said hey i'll i'll be happy if anybody wants to send me any donuts or cakes or pies i take it all in and I don't know why he said that. We had stuff from all <laughs> over the world. I mean, we looked like, you know, the Dunwoody Bakery, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody assumes donuts, I'm sure. And I, oh, I remember yeah. there was a picture of the table, and it was just filled with all kinds of pastries yes. and stuff. Yes. That, that's cool. That, and, he, and he, you know, he survived. He did well and yeah. kind of healed up. Is yeah. he still there? Daily no, he's not. He's not with us anymore, but, you know, we still take, you know, a lot of us still keep in contact with him and everything. He's doing well. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like you guys hold on to people for a long time. I, there's a lot of faces that I really, you know, recognize. And I yeah. know that you were kind of hurting for for workers, for, you know, for officers back, I guess that was during the pandemic, maybe like right after the pandemic. And it, see, I was talking yeah. to you the other day. It seems like that's kind of cleared up a little bit, huh? Yes. I mean, it really has, thankfully, you know, back uh, during the pandemic, uh, our department, as, as well as others around the country, were really struggling for officers. Uh, there was so much going on. It wasn't only the pandemic that was affecting people. We also had, you know, the George Floyd case where people were just not even really trying to get into law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, a lot of officers were leaving law enforcement to go to the private sector. Um, and so it was affecting departments all over the place. And so, you know, thankfully now we're, you know, we probably only have a couple of officers that we're short on uh, compared yeah. to, you know, two years ago where we were, you know, we were, you know, probably you know nine to ten officers short but now we're we're doing pretty good so what, what do you contribute that to people coming coming back to work and did, did they give they gave raises too didn't they isn't that, i remember that was something in the news a while back the yeah uh, yeah yeah done what he did uh the, the city council was great you know they all came together and they gave uh across the board raises to you know all of our personnel so it helped us a lot you know as far as retention and recruitment as well uh, we can you know we're trying to stay competitive with our surrounding agencies and things like that uh, and we're not the only department. There are so many departments that just really spiked up their, their salaries and compensations. And so it really helped across the board, you know, law enforcement, where a lot of people decided to come and jump on board on this 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 train. <laughs> yeah. You got a, little, a lot of good people now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got great people. You know, I'm so I'm uh, it's been a difference in people compared to, you know, when I started, uh, there were a lot of there were a lot of like older did you hear that? There were a lot of older people that were, um, you know, when the department started, there were people who had like five, 10 years experience before. And now we're getting people that just came out of the police academy. We're actually sending people to the police academy and we're able yeah. to train them uh, the Dunwoody way, you know, as soon as they come out. And so it's it's nice to be able to see a brand new officer, you know, right out of the academy, be able to, you know, do things the way that Dunwoody does it and uh, and just be involved in our community. 
Yeah, that's cool. You get to train the young bucks now, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. You're the old man there that's showing them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what else has been in the news recently? That perimeter mall shooting, that was kind of a big deal. Has that been at the top of everybody's mind, I guess? Yeah, I, it really it really was. It was a big surprise to uh, to our department. Uh, we do routine training for our uh, our our officers and and a lot of times we even train with other agencies, uh, especially in the perimeter area, uh, mainly because if if an active shooter does occur, you know, we're not going to be there by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that was tested and proven to be very true during that per- perimeter mall shooting. It really thankfully it would it. It wasn't really a um, wasn't an active shooter like you've seen in the news and things like right. that. This was a this was a targeted, you know, incident. But, uh, you know, the response was definitely necessary because we didn't know what we had at the time. You know, once we hear gunshots and people saying shooting in the mall, you know, we're going to we're going to prepare to respond just like we would any active shooter. So the way that it was uh, it was dispatched. It went out to Brookhaven Police Department, Sandy Springs, DeKalb Police, you know, and I'm sure I'm missing three or four of them. There was just so many people that came on board and said, hey, we're going to make sure that that place is going to be, uh, you know, we're going to take care of whatever needs to be taken care of. And, it, and it, it worked out for us, thankfully. That's really cool. Do you guys show up in, in other cities a lot for stuff like that? Or is it just the, the biggest deals, like the the biggest issues? Well, it, it just depends. Uh, there are times where, you know, agencies do request other agencies, especially if they're like on the border. Right. You know, there's maybe a police chase coming through our city. They'll notify us so that we can be there because a lot of times we know the area better than they know. The, the officers know the area. So we could tell them, you know, where we're at. We can go meet up with them, help them with uh, uh, apprehending the stuff. Sometimes, you know, we had Georgia State Patrol chasing somebody uh, a couple of months ago and they took off running in Dunwoody and we were able to go down there and help them, help them uh, find the suspect, things like that. So there's a, there's a lot of, especially in the Dunwoody area, a lot of the agencies work really close amongst one another, especially, you know, Brookhaven. Well, so close Springs. to Sandy Springs. Yeah. It's right yeah, there. And then we also have a, you know, the North Metro SWAT team and it's including the, the North Metro's Dunwoody, Sandy Springs, Brookhaven, Shambly. So we all are, um, we work really closely with one another. Okay. Yeah, I know that perimeter area. I was listening to one of the old shows, and you've got the was it twenty beat, the thirty beat, and the forty beat. Is that how, yeah. how it goes? Twenties at the top, and that's like the, the nicer area, you know, the country club and, yeah. and all that. And then right. the thirties are the mall, right? And that's where yeah. most of the crime happens. And then the forties down where I live, um, down by PCB and or I mean yeah. <laughs> PIB and um, and Tilly Mill and that kind of thing. But the, right. the 30s are where you guys are most of the oh, time, yeah. right? Definitely, definitely. Uh, the 20s is actually the biggest zone that we have. Okay. It stretches from the east side of the city all the way to the rest, the west side of the city and the whole, the top of the city. Uh, but like you said, they're mo- mainly, you know, single family homes. We don't really get too much, uh, too many issues up there. Sometimes, you know, we'll have some incidents, but, you know, most of the times it's false alarms that yeah. we get into the area. Uh, now, our 30 beat, like you mentioned, is is the perimeter area where, you know, we, we get a lot of our calls. We got Perimeter Mall there. We got Target, Walmart. Uh, we've got the the largest stretch of 285 is in the 30 beat. Uh, and then it also stretches over to Georgetown where there's Kroger. You know, you got the McDonald's. You got just 
you know, the Cotillion area. Um, and then it, it goes all the way to Brook Run Park. So even up to and including Brook Run Park is all part okay. of the 30. So it's a really, it's a large uh, a zone that keeps us busy. Uh, and then the 40 beat is our Peachtree Industrial Boulevard, Winter's Chapel, Tilly Mill area. Uh, and then a little stretch of the North Peachtree as well and Peeler. Uh, th those are our, our 40 beat areas. And, that th and so we, I would say the 40 beat is right in the middle of the 20 and the 30 beat as far as crime rate or, or yeah. call volume, call volume goes. But our 30 beat is definitely, that's where we get our shoplifters, most of our accidents, you know, most of our, uh, you know, part one crime, which is like a lot of our property crimes. Like, you know, we have our entering autos. Most of those happen in the, in the, in the mall area. Yeah. yeah. Now the thing about the 20 beat that people don't realize is we will have entering autos every once in a while on our 20 beat. So, We'll go to do these neighborhood watch meetings and tell folks, hey, man, lock your doors. Stop leaving your keys in your car and leave yeah. your doors unlocked. You're not that leave. safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people will go through those neighborhoods and just start pulling on door handles if they if if people aren't locking their doors and uh, and things like that. So Yeah. And the 30 beats, probably a lot of people coming into town to go to the mall to you know commit crime. Exactly. Right. And that's it's not that's necessarily where... Dunwoody citizens that you're messing with. You're absolutely right. I mean, the, the majority of our internet auto victims are these corporate people that come from out of out of state, and then they they you know park at the restaurants in the evening, and yeah. they leave their laptop bags and their suitcases and everything in plain view, and you know our bad guys decide they want to come and pay them a visit, yeah. mess up their entire trip. <laughs> well, and no matter how many times you tell people, they're they're gonna keep doing it. That's yeah, especially when they're out of state, like they don't hear the message. You know, because they've never been in Dunwoody before. And so right. we're like, hey, everybody, lock your doors. And this is like the first time they've even heard about or come to Dunwoody. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, well, yeah, you guys have been putting out all, all kinds of uh, stuff on YouTube, too, that recruiting video. You're yeah. becoming a star on social media <laughs> and YouTube. Um, yeah. Did that, has that gone pretty well? Have you gotten any? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, yeah, we've, uh, we really enjoyed doing that. Um, one of the things that we were trying to do was try to show everybody you know, all of the different uh, personnel that we have, you know, our diverse department, you know, we have so many different levels of experience here. The chief had an opportunity to talk about what he's looking for and the candidates, because uh, we want to do continuous recruiting uh, in our yeah. department. We want to keep bringing in some new fresh faces, new people. And so put together a two minute video that really helps us try to recruit the best, the best of the best. Yeah, and it got some views. It didn't get as many views as that Justin Timberlake lip sync video that you guys did a while <laughs> yeah. back. I just I found that I was like, I gotta share this into that community yeah. group because I, I just love that video where oh, she's yeah. dancing on the roof and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was you guys that all was got really to, fun. That was you that all was got really to, to show how fun you are. That was really cool, yeah. I thought. Absolutely. So yeah, well, what's the things Go ahead. Ahead. I was just going to ask, what are some of the other events that are coming up? Like anything you guys want to plug and yeah, get um, to? Now, two years ago, uh, we started the Teen Police Academy in the in the department. And so uh, the first two years were really, it was really successful. You know, students, uh, it's a, it, Teen Police Academy is a, it's a week-long summer program for uh, teenagers between the ages of uh, 14 uh, to 18. Uh, this year, we're going to bump it up to 19 because we're trying to really get some, uh, you know, some of our college students to maybe join in that might be looking to get into law enforcement. 
So, uh, and the Teen Police Academy for the last two years uh, was really, you know, beneficial in that where we were able to show people everything that we do, not everything, but most of the things that we do and give them the opportunity to do field trips. You know, we've gone to the GBI headquarters, they do a jail tour, they're able to go to the 911 center. Uh, we have a shooting simulator at the police department where they're able to see how police officers react under stress. Uh, they're able to do traffic stop scenarios where they can actually see how it, how does it like, you know, pulling over a car and not knowing what you're walking up on. You know, right. how are you going to react to this? You know, they we did some DUI uh, field sobriety stuff where they put on like a intox goggles and it actually would show you how you would how it feels to be intoxicated and try to do a field sobriety test. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's really cool. You know, um, we provide lunch for the students every day. You know, it's fun, interactive. A lot of people ask, you know, is it going to be like a scare straight program? And I'm like, yeah, no, nah, we're not there yelling and screaming at kids, making them do push-ups, you know. Yeah. But, you know, so we really wanted to be. And every student at the end of the class, uh, when I first, when students first come, we ask them, were you made to come here or did you want to come here? And you got some students saying, my mom made me come, my dad made me come. And then at the end, they're like, I'm so glad I came to this because it was you know, such cool. a great experience. So, yeah, we'll be doing that. We still have applications open. If anybody's interested, it's on our website, dunwoodyga.gov. They go to programs. They'll see uh, the Teen Academy, and we have our application there. And, you know, come on and uh, send your kids and your, your teenagers, and, you know, I guarantee they'll have a great time. Awesome. My kids are a little bit younger. They love the, uh, the touch-a-truck type stuff. Yeah. They get to sit in the back of the SWAT cars and right. that kind of yeah. thing. So yeah. Thanks oh, yeah. For, uh, doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we do have a lot of uh, uh, interaction in our schools. You know, we have a, a a career day coming up at Peachtree uh, Middle School. And so we'll be, I'll be there and some other officers will be there. And, uh, you know, we'd love to have the kids come and touch our police cars, talk on our, our bikes, and not, not the actual police radio mic, but like the PA mic. <laughs> <laughs> everybody else in the department is like dude you gotta turn that thing off man yeah. <laughs> right well that's cool is officer tate still around is he still doing that stuff is he uh, still the, the car seat the car seat stuff or officer tate i oh. remember he used to be the one that was always at the school yeah yeah he actually retired oh did he yeah, he retired I, I, when he said when you said the car seat stuff, i was talking about his his wife because his oh. wife still works for the police department and oh, she, okay. she's our car seat tech so that's why, you know, but yeah, uh, Officer Tate retired from our department about two years ago and he's doing well. And uh, he still comes out to like our police functions and everything because his wife still works for our department. And so he's, yeah. but yeah, he's, 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 he did about 30 years in law enforcement. And he's, he hung it All up. the kids, all the kids knew his name. They're like, Officer Tate came again. <laughs> yeah. He, mean, they just, he was they great with the community outreach. He was, you know, he was an outstanding police officer. But two things that we really remember him of was, you know, his community efforts. And he was also what we call the the uh, the AAA of the department because he would be out there changing tires. With no, uh, yeah. He had like the drills he had. I mean, he was he loved to help people out with, with you know, stranded motors and stuff. He was really known That's for that. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Um, I appreciate everything you guys do for the parade, too. That's coming up soon. Yeah. And we met the other day about that. Right. We're real excited mm -hmm. about it. Lemonade days um, are coming up, so we'll be out there with lemonade, lemonade days, too. Yep. Yeah. So if you guys, if you see an officer, say hello. Introduce yourself because they're friendly as can be. Definitely. Definitely. We'll love to see you guys out there in the community. Well, cool. Well, thanks, buddy.